Okay. I, yeah, you ready? Fine. Yeah, I'm ready. I, well, yeah, I'm ready. Of course. You ready? You're yeah, finally ready. I'm finally ready. Finally ready. Finally ready. Finally ready. Finally ready. All right. This yeah. is Rage Against the Pod. This is the weekly, or some usually weekly, the Rage yearly. Against the Machine podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're every every episode we get into a different Rage Against the Machine song. We break it down. We try to have a good time doing it. Uh, my name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether, is Jeff. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to iTunes. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Rage Against the Pod. Um, follow us on social media at Rage Against the Pod, and uh, yeah, I don't even know I, what f- what song are we doing today? Uh, Renegades of Funk. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. All right, Renegades of Funk is the fourth song off their fourth album, Renegades, that came out on December fifth, two thousand. And um, yeah, what are your what, what are your initial thoughts on this one from Rage? This was uh, this was an early Rage song for me. This is this is um, this is one that I remember listening to. I remember liking up until this day. Not like I I dislike it now, but I still oh, enjoy okay. it. Um, but dude, this is a banger. Like from the very first time you hear it to the, this week, like it never loses value. It, it never, there's no diminishing returns on this song whatsoever. It is still just as amazing as the first time I ever heard it. I'm totally with you. This was, I don't, I don't, this wasn't the first song I ever heard. This was because I think the first song I ever heard was sleeping Now on the fire. But I remember just when this came out, I was obsessed with this song. I, recorded it on a little cassette tape from the radio from k-rock and then i got the cd and yeah it was i love this song one of the best songs on the record on the cover record i mean i would i think this is the best song on that album for sure there's is it yeah absolutely no street fighting man is pretty no like i i I get what you want to do right now you want to like try and pretend like the most popular of that song is not the is not the best on the record and there's a deeper cut on there that's bad but no no tyler no this is the (laughs) best song on that record it's not true it's not true oh my god you're you're out of your be just be be truthful be honest and uh accept the fact that this is the best fucking song on that album and and it's it's close. It's close. No, it is. It's not even close at all. Um, yes, but but I don't know. Like I said, this song never loses value. And even this week, listening to it again, I just I listened to it again and again. Actually, it was just today because I forgot. But I listened to it again and again, <laughs> <laughs> and and it was so good. And like I hate, I hate to to compare the two versions because mm-hmm. vastly different styles. And oh, they came cool. out at totally different times, but um, I think, I think Rage, kind of, kind of did it more justice than than the Soul Sonic Force did. I guess he, he just, they just made it angrier. It's and, and not as fun. It's it's just, but like given given that time period for hip hop, this is what it was. Like this is that sound is is what hip hop was at that time. Yeah. And so I, it's hard, it's hard and, and we shouldn't be knocking them for it because, I mean, that was a weird time for hip hop anyway. The golden era, baby. Mm-hmm. If, if well, people, that was like, people... that was like the beginning of that and everything was kind of really, really goofy and, and things that were supposed to be taken seriously were presented in a, in a very, very goofy manner. So True, it's, yeah. it's, it's just weird. It's, it's fun, well, but sometimes it shouldn't be fun. If people don't know, the original version is from Africa Bombada and the Soul Sonic Force. Uh, so it was originally released as a single in 1983, and then it was added to their album Planet Rock the Album in 1986. So it's definitely at the beginning of the golden hip-hop era, straight out of the funk era, and it has so many funk stylings in it, just vocally and just instrumentation-wise. It's it's a cool song, though. Like I forgot how rad it is. It, it, I haven't heard it in years and years, and I remember back in the day, I just didn't care for it. I thought it was really silly and stupid, but 
when I listened to it today, it just kind of like blew me away. It's fucking great. Silly, but it's great. Yeah, I, I, I really have nothing bad to say about it. I just, yeah. um, I don't know. I do the Rage version is just so fucking good. It is. It is. Should we play a little bit of the original? Just yeah, just for shits and gigs. Okay. So uh, here's here's the original version from uh, Africa Bombada and the Soul Sonic Force. No matter how hard you try, you can stop us now. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. Renegades of this atomic age. This atomic age for renegades. Renegades of this atomic age. This atomic age for renegades. All right, there you go. There's a little bit of Africa Bombada and the Soul Sonic Force. Dude, it's so cool, man. I love it. I it's, love it. I would love to get this on vinyl. I mean, this Even album is... is single. I, I don't remember any other song besides Planet Planet Rock and then this one, but mm-hmm. Planet Rock's a fucking banger, too. I don't think I've ever heard that. You've heard Planet Rock. Really? Maybe. I don't, know. I don't know. Especially like when we kind of got into this many, many years ago. We got into like this specific album and then this dude and... All of that, we definitely played Planet Rock. Yeah, we might have. I, I like when we did the we because we did Renegades right on the pod. But even like way before, like we started doing the pod, there like we would go into these phases and these 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 kicks where we want to listen to like a bunch of just stuff from one specific era. Yeah, that's true. We used to do that a lot. And and I mean, this is definitely like fucking. I mean, hip hop's been around. It hasn't even been around that long, so it's 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 super fun and interesting to see this is kind of the beginning of hip hop and to think that what we have now, that's just how far we've come. Cause it's, it's, it's easy to kind of compare rock music mm-hmm. and then jazz and pretty much all other genres of music because they've been around for a lot longer than hip hop has. Hip hop's only been around since like the late seventies and this yeah, is early eighties. And then comparing that to, to whatever's being released today as we speak is just, it's fucking, and it's crazy to think, it's come that far in such a short period of time. Whereas rock, it's been almost a century and it hasn't progressed all that much sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, there are just a lot more genres within the rock, the rock umbrella, I guess. But hip hop, there's, it's, it's very, it's much more limited. I I would, I would think so. But then you think like, I, I don't know too much about like electronic stuff, but this sounds like the birth of like electronic music too. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know like when that. techno started or anything, or I, that's way out of my league. But if you take just DJs like DJ Cool Irk from back in the day, who is mm-hmm. just taking soul music and funk music and then just extending the breakbeats and then creating what we know as hip hop, why not just omit vocals entirely and then just continue that breakbeat over and over and over and over for five, six minutes. And then that could become what we know as electronic music. Is this, I mean, take the vocals yeah. out of this. This is electronic music. Yeah, it kind of is. Right? <laughs> like very early, very early electronic music. Yeah. It's like these guys, there's these no guys, like DJ scratching or anything. It's yeah. pretty electronic based. So. They, they started it all. They started everything. Yeah. No, you're, you, you might be right. You so might be it's, right it's, it's fun to give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. But again, dude, the rage the rage version is just so good. It's just so it really fucking good. good. Yeah. I just can't I can't get over how good it is. You listen to a song like Renegades of Funk by African Mabata and you just you, you're blown away. You think this is amazing. How could anybody ever do this, especially a rock band at that that? Like who the f- yeah. how like how? And then you hear the rage <laughs> version, you say, Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, they, it's, I get it. It's crazy how how much different it sounds as well. Like they I, I, this is like right up your alley. This is what you like. This is this is a band who who only takes like the basic melody and then changes everything else and just makes it their own, which is so cool, so damn cool. And this is such a cool cover that they do too, because like the whole song is a cover, not just like the song itself, but all the pieces are 
kind of covers of other like the 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 beat the drum beats mm-hmm. is is a cover of something else which i always think is weird when people say like a drum beat's a cover of this because yeah it's a fucking drum beat whatever i don't care yeah but then like <laughs> I get what you mean but like the main riff, the bow down bow like that that's also supposedly i mean it does sound a lot like the the cheap trick song raise hell does it it's a little bit chopped up like the cheap trick okay. one is a little bit faster they had a, there's a little bit more notes into it but mm-hmm. it's there it is for sure there i would see the rage version is a lot slower a lot heavier a lot chunkier of course but uh yeah it's there and it's just to think like a band can can take a song like Renegades of Funk and then church it up, but then still borrow from other genres like Cheap Trick they borrowed from. They took that riff and then implemented it in that and then took that supposedly the the, the drum beat from the incredible Bongo band, which I've never heard of. Never heard of it. Did you listen to that song though, that song Apache? Yeah. It was a pretty cool song. It's it was totally a cool song, but I mean the drum beat <laughs> definitely sounds exactly like it. Yeah. But again, it's a fucking drum beat. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's only so many beats that you can make, you know, like like common pop beats, you know, unless you're yeah. like doing some weird time signature or something like that. Like you're you're so limited when it comes to the drums. So I don't know. Or more limited, I should say. So, so yeah, I, I just get a bunch of guys like Rage who like on the surface are just this kind of really angry metal band, but... I mean, especially since we've been doing this pod, the more we dig into these guys and the more we listen to their parts individually, it's mm-hmm. like these guys are on another level. Like all four of them are on another level. And like we never even realized it. We, we all knew that they were good, but we didn't know that they were that good. Yeah. No, you're right. You're totally right. Totally. And and taking apart this song, like I said, where the whole, as a whole, it's a cover, yes. But then like each individual piece is a cover of something else all thrown together to form a super cover. Damn. <laughs> That's fucking good. All, all at a time when they they hated each other and this yeah. came out after they broke up. So, uh, th- this this song too was the first single for the album. Uh, they made a music video, but it was because the band was broken up by this time. It's just like a, a mishmash of videos and pictures of of people, revolutionary people throughout history, renegades mixed with like yeah, mixed with like street artists and stuff like that. Um, so it's not like a proper proper music video because the band wasn't even yeah. in it. Um, also they were, this song was nominated for a Grammy for best hard rock performance, but they ended up not winning. So all this stuff happened after they broke up and yeah, that's just a little bit more backstory on it. And then the single artwork for this rec for this song was just a picture of MLK and Malcolm X, like laughing and it looks like they're shaking hands too, like in a tinted red. So it's, there was a, there was a single artwork as well, but I don't know. I feel like that, even just like that as the single artwork is kind of like basic. cheesy. Yeah, it's cheesy. You yeah, know? it's too easy. Way too easy. They they could have done so much more. But like I said, they were broken up at this point. So who knows how much like input they actually had? Yeah, man. So. Like just the, the, like the single artwork for the for the original version, the the African Bada version. Oh, it's like so that, cool. That cartoon, like yeah. Stan Lee looking fucking thing. Damn, it's, that is it's awesome. weird, but it's so cool. Yeah, it's very of that that era too, like comic book era. But like really guys cool. are still doing it, right? Like Zarface. Yeah, they're Zarface still and doing was it. Kind of doing it too. It's 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 crazy how much influence these early hip hoppers have on the genre in, in in general, but also like just I don't know art. Yeah, art and and, and everything that coincides with it. Yep, I totally agree with you. But damn, that Rage single cover sucks. <laughs> it's fucking so lame. disappointing it's just like like who who did they name in the song let's just put them on there and and some of <laughs> you they probably just literally just went down the list of people that were named in the song and then just chose them to because they're the most popular they're, yeah they're the most well-known out of out of who's mentioned so <laughs> whereas like zach would have just had his his picture of just like his middle finger up or something something very very obnoxious yeah, or put, I mean, I mean, I don't know. They could have put like Sitting Bull or something like that. That would, I feel like that would have been a cooler album cover and not so common, you know? Because everyone but, knows MLK and Malcolm X, especially MLK. So, or, or even put know. like, like, like as a joke, put put some presidential candidate or put like G Dubs up there as like a joke <laughs> or something, you know? Like, I don't know, something, something very like tongue in cheek, something very, very snotty. Yeah, that would have been pretty 
that would have been much better. <laughs> Especially considering how much they disliked Bush at the time because he just came into office and like what? Not even a month before that, he he came into office or no? Not even. The inauguration hadn't even happened at that point. He he was he became he was president elect by the time this album came out. Yeah, this about it. This came, came out, out December fifth, two thousand. So 2000, he wouldn't have been yeah. inaugurated till January one. So yeah, he was still president president elect at that point. They hated him. Yeah, see that would have been a fun thing to do. Put it put it like everybody everybody knows he's like the whipping boy of of presidential faces. So that's been, true. That yeah. would have been fun. That, him and Trump, honestly, they're the two two <laughs> most you know. I don't know, it like made fun of, I guess. Oh, fuck, I hate I hate presidential humor and and shit like that. It's like the l- lowest hanging fruit you can do. It's just not the worst. It's just not funny. It's not funny anymore. No, it it's not even it's not even funny at the beginning. Like it's just it's well, it's so probably lame. funny like you know like it, back in the first ten, the first ten presidents, it was probably funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true. That's <laughs> like, very true. People probably laugh then. Yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I think you have a point there. Uh, Whatever. So, so let's get let's get into the music a bit before we jump into the lyrics. And um, so it starts off with just that that wah with the that. What I think he just has takes the cable right, and he's just hitting the strings with the cable and then using the wah pedal at the same time. I've been. I, I think w- that's how he's doing. I it. was reading like a lot of stuff online and just kind of comparing YouTube comments to other articles. People mm-hmm. seem to think that it's it's him using a whammy bar and then a wah pedal and then two octaves higher and then he's just going at on the DNA strings. Hmm. So like that's the Weird. framework for what he does and uh, I don't know how he does it, but... Yeah, I don't know either. That's very strange because it sounds like the, the solo that he plays on Testify when he uses the cable, when he unplugs his guitar and uses the cable just to touch the strings and makes that really weird sound. It's, it does sound like he's scraping cause it sounds a little bit scratchy. So it yeah, does it sound does. like he's scraping something and that could be the, the end of the cable hitting the strings. Yeah. It's super weird. It, it sounds great though. And it, it totally catches you off guard cause it's not a normal sound. It, it's, it's something you've never really heard, especially as a, as a main riff, technically speaking. Well, it's, it's, goofy it's it's on the surface it's stupid it's it's pop it's kind of yeah. sounding and then zach comes in really like with, with the no matter how hard you try thing he comes in really hard really heavy and then you hear that that and it's just so so dumb so <laughs> stupid really dumb. doesn't make any sense and normally i don't like songs where the singer starts off the song i usually hate it but for whatever reason zach just has that commanding voice to where it's okay yeah, it, do it, it's to- it fits in the song. Yeah. <laughs> totally fits in the song. And then, you know, leading into the choruses and everything, it's just, it's that super heavy riff like you talked about before, um, the cheap trick reference and, what, and and whatnot. So, I mean, that's part's really great too. And just Zach's vocal delivery on this entire song, it's just, it's so good. I, I think his delivery is better than Africa Bombada's. He's just, he's smooth. It's one of the smoothest performances, I think, on this record. Because this record is very fragmented, especially going back now that we're doing this podcast, it makes me like this record less and less. And but, but he like really stepped it up for this song for whatever reason, and it he sounds great vocally. Yeah, absolutely great. I agree, so. and and I mean again, comparing comparing the two versions, what Zach needed to do in two thousand was a lot different than what Africa Bambada needed to do in nineteen eighty three. Yeah. Like getting the point across, like they both achieved that, and yeah. Africa is going to live like forever. That that will never go away. But Zach had to really bring it because, like, things have just been elevated. Things aren't the way they used to be in the '80s. You have to be more aggressive. You have to come out swinging, or no one's going to listen to you. And yeah, they did. Sure. They like they sure. achieved it. Not only that, but they rage as a band you have to, it's almost like they had to like step it up with every record and every performance in a song. Like they had to step it up because like they had to like, just people would just expect so much from this band. And I think that's another reason why the band imploded. And that's why they've never really got back together to make new music because they had reached their pinnacle with battle of LA. I feel like they, they felt 
or it seems like they they couldn't go any further. They couldn't have been angrier. They couldn't have written better lyrics. No, for know. sure. No, there's no way. I mean, it, I mean, it's that's not my favorite record, but I mean, you could tell like that was the best that they're gonna do, and there's no, there's nothing higher. So I don't know what I was getting at, but it was a, it was a good time to die for the band. Yeah, exactly. This is just one of those bands like you're never gonna. They should never make new music as much as I would love to hear it. Like it just it would never have that same push and that same anger and and violence that the the first three records because because they're a political band and like who doesn't fucking rag on trump or any kind of politician now who 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 doesn't have a have no filter at this point it's like there is no there there is nothing forbidden anymore there is nothing taboo so there's nothing that they can really latch onto that hasn't already been said on twitter a million times true and i and and going along with that i feel like people if they were to come back and make new music people would expect them to may ha- have it be politically charged in that sense, like making, like tearing down, uh, you know, the, whoever's in, in president or whatever like that. But if you listen to the lyrics on battle of Los Angeles, like we've kind of discussed, he, he tend, he, it seems like he was going more towards like personal stuff, like with uh born of a broken man or stuff that was, that's not really talked about like human trafficking that would like in Maria and stuff like that. Like he was touching on subjects that, a lot of people weren't at the time and still aren't talking about. So I feel like if they were to come back and do music like that, people wouldn't like it because they weren't talking about current politics. Are you, just, are you saying our society is dumber now? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. We're idiots. We're <laughs> that is true. Fucking idiots. I feel like if rage, we, if rage came back and didn't write a song that bashed like Trump, not really more so anymore, but if they came back in the past, you know, five years and didn't write a song that bashed Trump, I feel people would call him out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that, then they're just missing the point entirely. You know, the people are missing the point entirely. Uh, it's so frustrating. Like the, and the way that people idolize these politicians is just disgusting, fucking disgusting. I, both sides. It's just awful. It is, it is true. Uh, and, and I, th- I think you said something a few months ago, you're like, we're we're treating politics like they're sports teams, or we're treating the election like it's like it's sports teams. Like it shouldn't be that so way. fucking true. So <laughs> yeah, I just I think it's gross and disgusting, and poli- modern politics is just just disgusting and awful. I hate it so much. But anyway, anyway, let's get back to do uh, musically. You got anything else? No, I mean much like most rage songs, they're it just it's kind of the same thing over and over. And, um, but that's not, I mean, that's, that's not to say it's a bad thing. They just like to reinforce whatever tune, whatever melody, whatever point they're trying to make. Repetition is key with rage. I mean, that's, we've been saying that since the beginning. That's all they do. Repetition is key. No. Yeah. And there's no real solos. The only real guitar lead is coming out of the, um, what is it coming out of that, that drum break? Yeah. And he just, he's, he's not even like wailing on the guitar. He's just like hitting that same note just super quick. And it kind of like comes in as like swells in. It's the best way to describe it. That's like the closest thing to a solo, but it sounds really cool. Yeah. It sounds really cool. No, it's because you know what's coming. Like, you know, like the entire end part is coming and that part is just as good as the beginning and everything else. Oh, it's so fun to sing. <laughs> oh, and they played like the first time they played this live was at Coachella 2007. And yeah. Like, did you watch the video? I did, yeah. Dude, yeah. it's just so fucking cool. Like, the way Zach just says, like, dance sucker, move sucker. Like, <laughs> after every, we kind of changed it up a little bit. We're like, at a call and response from the crowd. Dude, it's just so fucking yeah, it's cool. really good. We almost went to that one, too. <sighs> we should have been there. We should have been there. We were supposed to be but there. fucking sold out. We were in line. We were supposed to be there, yeah. We were, we were in, in fucking we were line. F- like, fourth or fifth in line to buy tickets. And they fucking sold out. By the time we got there, four four or five people deep, and it was sold out. That was back when mind you, this like, was two thousand six seven. Like that was er- we were there early too. When were, were we? I feel like we were in line like oh, seven got, or some shit. Yeah, we got, we got there like two hours before the tickets went on sale. This is this is prior to like a lot of people buying stuff online. You know, this is when you would actually go to a record store and buy tickets at the box office. Just only only so. to to be fourth in line and have them sell out in front of you. I know. Fucking so annoying. Yeah. Oh, it's so aggravating. This is when Coachella was cool. This is when Coachella was like, I think that was this was the first first year that it was two nights, I think, because it used to only be one night, and then they just changed it to two nights. 
And yeah, I think this is the first year of that. I think so. So dumb. So dumb. Hmm. All right. Um, should we hop into the lyrics? Yeah, let's hop into okay. the lyrics. <laughs> okay. Um, so the the intro, uh, it's it's not a lot there, but it, to me, it's just they're talking about being renegades because of their anti-war stance and also being like anti the atomic family after World War II. This is them just kind of like saying "fuck you" to modern society and everything it stands for, right? Yeah, absolutely. And 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 yeah. it's it's funny because almost what twenty years apart from the original version and this version, it's like here we are again, the same fucking thing. We're we're standing against the same thing. Like things just don't fucking change, and like that's alarming, <laughs> right? So, hmm. <laughs> like things really haven't changed at all in the last seventy years. It's crazy. Yeah. Just more money being spent. More money wars. being spent and more uh, more people not being listened to. But yep. nobody really gives a yep. fuck yep. anyway, right? Nobody cares. We, we sit there and we act like we care. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody fucking cares until yeah. someone's like on your property doing something and then you care. But realistically, nobody <laughs> cares. Just like Killer Mike says, you you, you tweet about it. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. You call it a day. Yep. Absolutely nobody right. Nobody cares. Yeah, I, I love that that section of lyrics in that run the jewels song so it's so fucking true and he says it so well in that song love it i think he says all you give is a twitter rant and call it a tragedy yeah uh and the way he says tragedy he he, he's so smooth oh man killer mike is because it's like it's like calling people out but then also calling them a piece of shit and just saying (laughs) you're 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 feigning your interest and and your your i don't know your sadness i guess yeah absolutely man that's a that's a killer song. Too bad we've already done that uh, that album on the pod. Fucking do it again, baby. Because it was so good. Just do it, it once so a good. year. <laughs> <laughs> Say the same things over and over again. Uh, do it that'd blink. be so dumb. But I know it'd be so. It, that's like the epitome of Asinine Radio doing the same album <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> that's true. Then like all the Blink records more than once. We've done the Postal Service record like three times. Uh, so dumb. Finally, okay, though, finally um, we gave that one its due, though. That one, that yeah, one deserved yeah, more true, than what we did the true. first we, couple times. But you know what we have to go back to as well is clarity. Uh, I, was, clarity. I, was, I, was, I was thinking Bleed American because we f- farted over that one pretty good. But clarity for sure. Yeah. Clarity we have to redo definitely. Definitely. Uh, okay. Let's move on to the first verse. What do you got for this one? This whole song is is just... It's, it's, a, it's a cool kind of like storytelling as if you were at like a campfire telling a story to... Mm-hmm. I don't know, to your kids or like a grandfather or like a camp counselor. And it's just, it sets everything up really nice. And he, he goes back to the beginning, like since the prehistoric ages, like that's cool. That's cool. Let's start from the beginning and let's go through and let's talk about renegades. And like only rage could do it because African Mabata back in the day when hip hop was just starting out, it's like they were renegades. Like white people hated that fucking age. music. It was awful to them, and they were t- they were they were dancing and doing things, and people fucking couldn't stand it. And they said, "Fuck it, we're gonna keep doing it anyway." And they were renegades, and then it's it's just it, it's it's crazy. And we talk about Two Live Crew a lot, even though their music's not very good. But what they also <laughs> did for the hip hop community is like we would we would probably have no no swearing in, in music almost at all had it not been for that group. Yeah, and, and you're and right. They're, and, and they're renegade against Tipper Gore and, and her posse. But <laughs> to, to come out and, and go from the beginning, prehistoric ages, and then lead up into the chorus, we're the renegades of funk. Like, that's that's a ballsy move. And, like, only Rage could have could have pulled this off. Because, yeah. Matt, you're right. like, throwing down some big names here, Sitting Bull, Tom Payne, MLK, Malcolm X, and then you're going to say that you're the renegades of funk? Oof. Like, Damn. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, it's not a lie. When it, it, from a musical standpoint, Africa Bombada and Rage Against the Machine were, they were, you know, pioneers of the genres. You know, they were, they, they were, they set the stage for a lot of things. So it's not, it's not that crazy of a statement when you look at it that way. I mean, it's, it's a crazy statement to make because only a handful of people can even make that statement. Yeah. About any genre of music. And I mean, African Bada has a pass and he could do whatever the fuck he wants. And he did. Well, 
and then he got in trouble. Well, yeah, musically, <laughs> musically, musically, yes. Personal wise, yeah, he's <laughs> kind of he's a piece of shit. But but rage, um, rage, rage is the yeah. same way. Like like musically, they can do whatever the fuck they want, and they did do whatever they wanted, and and they, man, they did some crazy stuff. Just yep. live performances, the whole VMA thing, and like they they just do whatever they want. I'm I'm still saying to this day that my my conspiracy is true that you know they they were forced to to stop making music i stand by it because they were they were causing too much trouble they were causing too much mayhem and i feel like they were paid off to stop they were getting too big I, they took the money instead of know. one of them getting killed i would you know, i would like to believe i would like to believe that's that's too crazy but um but it's not unthinkable it's not unthinkable because you see like I mean, profits the other, are the other and, theory is yeah and they're shit well, they just don't have any kind of like political clout, and it's weird because Chuck D on his own has immense political clout, and Rage had enormous amount of political clout. But Providence Rage are a joke; they're a child's toy. Yeah. They're, they're they're a fucking joke. It's insane, like the the differences in in power and anger and violence that those those two bands had. It's weird it's really weird but then you know who knows maybe rage against the machinist is sort of like a a psyop thing you know maybe they were created intentionally to to cause a ruckus you never know that is true never know that is true ah okay uh we good with that first verse yeah just just you know building up uh, basically into the chorus they're laying the foundations of of what what has happened throughout time and here are some people that are important to those changes and then in the chorus, they say, well, we're also we're important to the change. <laughs> Pretty self-explanatory, that chorus. Yeah. Uh, repetition is key, too, right? Repetition is key, baby. <laughs> All right, verse two. What do you got for this one? This is this is kind of taking it, and it's funny because hip-hop in like the 80s, in the early 80s like this, was very, was very like otherworldly. You know, it was very electronic yeah. based. It was very, the costumes were over the top. And in the music video for this, or uh, oh, the African Bada version, it's 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 crazy. It's just, it's weird it's to think so that anybody funny. dressed like that. It's <laughs> funny and it's fun and it's 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 great. It's yeah. otherworldly. It's like the best way I can I can kind of describe it. And that's kind of what what they're saying here is from a different solar system, and we're not from this world, but we're coming here to help everybody listen, help everybody pay attention. And uh, we're gonna fuck. Think, we're gonna fuck people up, and that leads into like the bridge, the destroy all nations. Like they want to just destroy everybody. They want to level everything down to the beginning, start over, mm-hmm. and make everything equal. Yeah, I mean, you can look at it like in a in a political way, but you can also just look at it in a musical way too. It's it's just them wanting. They're 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 you know groundbreakers. That's what they were at the time. They were taking something completely new and different, and just like just showing the world what what it is and it's pretty remarkable it's pretty fucking remarkable that's probably my favorite verse is this one right here it's just like them this is like a mission statement almost i don't know it's really good and then he brings up the zulu nation and did you read anything about that the well like about the hip-hop group or whatever the other yeah, zulu the thing was oh. yeah the hip-hop group i i didn't really know anything about it but I guess Africa Bombada was a part of it, and then I went, did you do you know it? Because I didn't really read anything about it, to be honest. Um, I have I have in the past, but I didn't today because I forgot. But um, I mean, at some point we will probably do an Africa Bombada thing or like an early hip hop yeah, thing. I'm sure so. we will. Yeah. But I do know there's like a there's like a Zulu people that that was kind of like in reference to or like an homage to. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. All right, that's all I well, got for that. But I do like when Zach says 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 many many galaxies away. I he like that I that I, part I like that too. Is, is just so fucking cool. <laughs> it's so rad. He's like a little I like when it, chorus on his vocals, and it's it sounds it sounds fantastic. And it's the way the 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 music kind of like rings out as well. Like when he the end of that line and the end of uh, a new musical revelation. When he's saying revelation, the the music kind of like he just they let the note ride out just for a brief moment so it kind of like it kind of accentuates his voice i don't know it's weird it's a good word too revelation it's just it's a very it's a very powerful word that's not used very often so it's it's 
I don't know. It's oomph. It's never really lost. Yeah. And then the bridge starts out with him saying revelations. Yeah. Destroy all nations. And repetition. Repetition is key, baby. <laughs> so that's the, uh, what is that? The second bridge, right? No, that's the first bridge. Yeah. And then uh, then we get into the third verse. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it, But it sounds really cool, like the way that part comes in, because it's just that, that snare hit. And then Zach goes in and says, now renegades are the people. Like he, he has this, just the way he enunciates the words. And so what do you got for the, the third one? Third See, verse. I've always liked that first, that first part, renegades are the people rather mm-hmm. than like renegades are some people or renegades are various people. It's, it's cool. Like originally and in the cover version, they say renegades are the people because renegades are representative of our overall community, overall consensus of how we all think we don't always act that way or speak that way, but we all fucking feel that way. And it's, 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 I don't know. It's always boggled my mind that politicians have been a representative, like in the Republic that we live in, politicians represent us as the people and they're nothing like a normal person. They have never been raised as a normal person. They are not normal fucking people. They are weirdos. They are scumbags, but they always represent us. And it's just, Why? I don't understand. Like, why, why can't they, why can't like Zach represent us? He's a better representation of who we are as a people. Renegades are the it's people. It's because we're told that they represent us. Not because we believe it, but because we're told that they do. Because we don't fucking care. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, most people shit. don't give a shit. But yeah, and then this this verse also, it's just it's like you kind of said too. It's just the av- like these revolutionary people were just average people that one point or another and then but they were the ones who decided to stand up and voice what they believed in and and try to make change and but otherwise they are just your average person they just took that that extra step that most don't so that's a good one too that's a good verse too yeah very good one and and like you said like you said at the beginning like it's insane how well these lyrics work in 1983 to 2000 to 2021 now like they're still just as relevant as they were then. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's, I don't know, man. It's, it's scary and it's pathetic because like in the early hip hop days, you think that African Mabata is fighting for like racism or fighting against racism because yeah. like dude, the hip hop community was just getting shit on and still gets shit yeah. on. But now almost 20 years later, and then now 20 years later until we're talking about it, so 40 years later from the original, it's like people are still getting shit on. Nothing's, nothing's fucking changed. Things like seem like they've changed, and people want to pretend like things have changed, and they've changed for a little bit, but yeah. not really. Nothing's really fucking you changed. Do you know what's really cool about Africa Mabata, too, is that he, he, like, he not only created what is like modern hip-hop, in, uh, or he just uh, he was at the beginning of hip hop but he was doing like you know the pop stuff he was doing the funk stuff he was doing the goofy stuff the goofy part of hip hop you know like a lot of 80s hip hop was very goofy but he was also like the start of like what's n- became like conscious hip hop like this song is a perfect ex- example of that because a lot of hip hop of the golden era as far as I know was a lot of it was just like them talking about themselves or them like kind of diss tracks or shit like that. You know, it was not, not really politically charged or anything like that, or it didn't really make you think it was very, just kind of whatever, you know, throwaway lyrics. But I feel like he was also the start of the conscious hip hop movement, which obviously became huge in the nineties and still is to this day. But yeah, I, that's, that's, he that's was all revolutionary. True. He was really revolutionary. It's and it's, it's crazy. It's, it's interesting to note too, because when talking about kind of old school eighties hip hop, like a tribe called quest is probably one of the, if not the biggest in the eighties and like they wouldn't be a band had it not been for Africa Bombata. They would not be anything had it not been for this dude and what he has already done in the early eighties. And like I said, like Mm -hmm. hip hop has not been around that long. And even when it started, it wasn't, it was, it was just extended breakbeats so people could dance longer to like soul songs, to James Brown songs. Like that's, that's that's what it was, and yeah, and you're right. just to see it progress, just in the eighties alone, from like nineteen seventy nine to nineteen eighty nine, into like the birth of the gangster rap stuff. It's dude, two completely different genres. 
Yeah, and and you can totally see even groups like Public Enemy like took so much from Africa but Mata as well. And they're and they're considered one of the greatest of all time. Like the Public Enemy are m- more well known than Africa Bombada is, and that's kind of sad when, you know, he was the the origins of or the origin of it really, everything that Public Enemy stood for. So I I well I, to be fair, like Public Enemy at their best, better than Africa Bombada at his best. Well, I know, but I mean, you have to. It's I I know what you mean, but it like I I feel like true still. true heads, not even true heads because we're not really true heads, but. Anybody that that cares enough to to look at like, hey, where, like, Public Enemy wasn't the first hip hop group. Where did they get their inspiration from? And kind of trace that back. But that's also weird too, because people have no fucking problem like tracing back to, I don't know, to where Imagine Dragons got their inspiration from. That's not a problem for people, right? Yeah. But why not? Why not hip hop? Maybe just because it's really new, I guess. Still, it's not even that new. Eh, yeah, I, I guess so. And and I feel like I don't know because of how it's treated nowadays that it's so pop based that people are they just kind of just don't really care like they they just only hear it as like a single they don't listen to the entire record you know they'll just listen to the three or four singles from the record and then that's it that's all you know whatever's on on a spotify playlist like a catered spotify playlist that's what they'll listen to they won't people just look at everything at face value they don't really care the mass the masses don't at least yeah i don't know but Anyway, fuck them all. They're all stupid. Uh, Everybody's dumb. <laughs> Let's get into the second bridge, right? Second bridge. Second bridge. What do we got? Oh, well, we get into the chorus and then the second bridge. Oh, the popping, um, socking, and rocking. Put inside a hip hopping. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the best parts of the whole song. Both both versions, the Africa Bombada as well as the the Rage version. It's it's so much fun and it's so much fun to try to sing. I never even knew what he said until uh. t- today. I didn't either. Okay, I, was, I, I would just make make noises. That's what I, I would go pop and pop and pop and pop, and then hit the hip hop at the very end with a side of hip hop. Oh, it's so funny. But I don't, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> that's really good. with popping, socking, rocking, putting a side of hip hop. I don't know. I think that's probably like just, it, some dance moves, maybe like in the early eighties, like the pop yeah, and lock. Is that thinking. a thing? Was that a thing back then? I don't know. I don't, I'm not I don't a dancer. I'm not either. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it, it's cool. The Rage version is really cool, too, because it's just Zach and uh, MB Dubs just going at it. It's really cool. <laughs> so that's that's a good bridge. Get into another chorus. You know, repetition is what they're good at. And then the fourth verse. What do you got for the fourth verse? I like I like the way this one is said, because it's not it's it's a verse, but it's not it's not on that like melody as the other three verses mm-hmm. are, this one's a lot, it's a lot more rushed. It's a lot faster. It's like, if you don't even like today until I read the lyrics, I really didn't know what he said sometimes. I know he, he says it so quickly, but it's, I don't know. It's cool. And it's, it's just, I, I think he's just trying to like assert, not like his dominance, but just how good they are and mm-hmm. they can do anything yeah. within the song as well. And then when he says like with the bass and the treble and the horns and our vocals, like he's saying, here's everything that we can do, and then we get fresh part, and then after that, the little drum break, and, and then all the oh, things that so go good. on. It's just, it's such a cool lead-in. It's so, it's so, it's so cocky, but the follow-through is all there. Yeah, and that that like we were talking about that that just simple guitar lead that just comes in that kind of like swells in at that part. It's really good. Uh, okay, and then we come out of that, we get into the fifth verse, which is not in the rage version it's only in the, the africa babata version so i guess we could skip that there was a time when our music was something called bay street beat yeah right that's no yeah the that's in version. there wait is it yeah oh there was a time when our music was something called bay street beat people would gather from all around to get down to the oh side. yeah okay you're right, you had to you're be right, your right, renegade right. those days take yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. I don't know what I was thinking. He says, like, you had to really be a renegade those days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> then what do you got on this one? What do you got on this one? Uh, I, th- I think this is, this is, I don't know what Bay Street beat is. I mean, I don't, that's, I'm sure that's probably at some club, maybe, or on mm-hmm. some street. Yeah. And, and. Hence the Bay Street. I don't know, like but. the Bronx or something on the East Coast. I don't know. But yeah, wherever. I think this is a callback to to like he's talking about at some point people will just say 
hip hop is that is that Bay Street beat sound. That's what hip hop is. And then, you know, it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And now, yeah, you know, now we're like now we're big time. Yeah, they're just throwing it back to the to the old school days of probably what five years prior to this. Yeah, in the, in the eighty three version, because dude, I think like nineteen seventy seven is probably the first person I I know is, is DJ Cool Irk, who is playing like at the Y, the fucking club at the mm-hmm. Y, and just extending those break beats, and people liked it, and then they loved it, and then more and more people came to see it, and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger, and then Grandmaster Flash came in, and all these other DJs started doing the same thing, but just tweaking it a little bit, and then like, dude, what a time to be alive! What a time to see a bunch of people ah, so cool. doing new music and then just seeing that progress over the course of five, 10 years. It's just amazing stuff. Really cool. I know. And can you imagine like, like if we were alive, if we were like teenagers or like in our early twenties at this time, we wouldn't know any about anything about this stuff. We wouldn't have like grown up around it. You know, can you imagine like a couple white guys like us in our early twenties going to a, a club like this? Like, we would get our asses kicked. Yeah, for sure. And that's, like we, we just, we just wouldn't belong, you know, it, it we would have, yeah, got, it was just a different time. And it, it's like, I don't know, the mixing of races seemingly today is, is, is like normalized, but, Oh yeah. Way more than it was even back in the eighties, but it's not even like normalized now. It's still today. I don't know. Living in Arizona is very different than living in California. Yeah. So it's, it's, but at least but even living in like like even living in the big cities like LA, Chicago, New York, you know, back in the 80s there was still a lot of division, but nowadays, you know, if you go to those big cities it's a lot different, but but at least you're not going to get uh, I don't know. I, I I do feel like as much as I would love to be at like the first hip hop concert, it there's just I just don't see it being like possible. <laughs> yeah, it would it would not have been. Like we didn't grow up in the it, area, we didn't know we don't know anybody, so like why are we there? That sucks. Crazy. But yeah, good stuff. Though. Yeah, it would have been cool. It would have been cool to see these these artists way back in the day in these clubs. Man. Dude, and watching guy like insane. like watching the b boys do their thing to like a brand new style of music. That's just dude. That's mm-hmm. like heaven. That is so fucking cool. That is so rad. That's <laughs> so sick. <laughs> oh man, it would be just so cool. Like I don't know to travel back in time and just go to these old concerts. Not just this era, but going back further, like we've talked, like seeing like Black Sabbath, you know, on their first tour, or Zeppelin, or going back even, even farther and seeing like these Delta Blues guys play in like the dingiest bars back in the 30s and stuff. Mm. Damn, man, just to go back and see all that would have just been absolutely insane. Like knowing what we know now, it would have been so cool. That'd be a good pod too, like <sighs> five concerts we would like to go to, but that's for another day. Yeah, that's for another day. I like that idea, but- I, I do too. We have all these crazy ideas. But anyway, um, let's get into the uh, the sixth verse. It's just jam, say jam sucker, jam sucker, say groove sucker, groove sucker. This is sucka. this is classic hip hop though. This call and answer type thing. This is like yeah. classic classic hip hop of this era. This is. I mean, people still do it today. Everybody throw your hands up. Like when I say oh, like the '90s thing, put your hands up, <laughs> yeah. wave them to the side. Like you just don't care. Ayer, (laughs) (laughs) the whitest guy ever. I put my hands up. This guy, I know, I know. This fucking guy, this guy, this fucking. Yeah, and that's—I mean—that's pretty much it. An outro to the to the "We're the Renegades of Funk," and that pretty much wraps it up lyrically. Ah, it's so such a cool thing. Like Renegades of Funk, like we took funk music and now we're running away with it to produce it and to make it into something totally different, but still keep like the original sound. Rad. Mm, yep. Cool. It's so good. All right, man. Looking through it, like all of the uh, the songs off of Renegades, no demos, no alternate versions, nothing like that. Uh, we touched upon the music video, uh, live video. The first time they ever played it was their reunion show at Coachella in 2007. They played it a few times since then, um, and it just sounds great. Like we we talked about already. Uh, Prophets of Rage and Audio Slave never played this song live, thankfully. I know. Can you imagine Audio Slave doing this? It'd have been so embarrassing. They th- that had to have been like a conscious decision. Like, okay, guys, this is one that we just can't do. <laughs> we're, we're we're not I mean, going to do this one. I think Audio Slave only ever played three songs live, three Rage songs live. I think. 
and That's good, I think man. one of them we yeah one of them was killing in the name and I don't remember I think sleep down the fire maybe not otherwise we would have played it on the pod and I don't think we've played any audio sleep on the pod yet <sighs> thank God but anyway so we got some covers here some stupid ones some fun ones uh, the first one here is from the user it was uploaded 10 years ago has 11,000 views uploaded from somebody named Commandant Adam Commanded Adam and uh, this just reminds me this is like a dad band and they're playing <laughs> at a little grungy bar reminds me of like the local bar around here Canyon Inn and it's just really stupid and silly but these guys are like in their mid fi- mid 50s and just having a good time so here they are uh, with no matter how There's uh <laughs> the band is called Osmi Dan. I think they're from Ukraine or something like that. I'm just guessing, but it's not it's not a bad cover. It's just kind of a bunch of old guys kind of just jamming and having a good time. <laughs> I mean, first of all, whoever's working that fucking camera needs to chill out. It's like <laughs> zoom ins and zoom outs. They're playing like a little dinky it's like they're club. trying to make it look professional. And I stuff. know, just fucking film the band. <laughs> Jeez, please. But that was fine. It was cool. Yeah, it was not yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it was just kind of fun. That's what it is. Uh, so, and that was 10 years ago. Fuck. That's so crazy. That YouTube's been around this long. Uh, if you can hear a vacuum going on, somebody like fucking vacuuming something that something outside of my window. I don't know what's going on, but outside, um, like outside, outside in your backyard. Uh, like, yeah. Like, or like it's the next door neighbors. It's their backyard somewhere. Dang. But, uh, yeah. So I don't know why they're doing that at five thirty. but Anyway, uh, the next one we have here was uploaded just eight months ago. It has 45 views, four upvotes, zero downvotes. It's called Renegrade Beatbox. So, uh, yeah, this is kind of like a beatbox cover of this be good. song. So here we go. This is my cover of Rage Against the Machine's Renegades of Funk. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. With the renegades of this atomic age, this atomic age of renegades, of renegades, of renegades, renegades of this atomic age, this atomic age of renegades, of renegades, of renegades, it's a prehistoric ages, and the days of ancient Greece. Down to the middle ages I planted up, kept coming through changes And then no when the sound came Came and the times continued to change But nothing stayed the same There were always random games Like cheap sitting bull Alright, so what'd you think of that? What'd you think of that cover? I don't like it at all not, Really? Not, I thought you would love it I don't, I don't know I don't know why I don't like it I just don't like it <laughs> This is like right up your alley This I is know. what you love I, I don't know I don't know I don't know <laughs> of course, the guy's British too. Uh, I, I I don't. Okay, well, I, I mean, I, I, like I honestly this. thought you'd like it. Is just is it too British for you? What or what? I I honestly don't even know how I could convey my <laughs> my distaste for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm I'm at a loss All for right. words, but I don't like it. Okay, well then let's move on to the next one. This is like uh, this was uploaded nine months ago. Thirty-seven views by uh, Utah Jam Bands, and uh, it's like a summer camp. And it's just some kids playing this song. I don't know why they would even think of playing it. But <coughs> here, it uh, here it is from Utah Jam Bands from yeah, months ago. I want to take a moment to notice the exits on either side of the venue, just in case of an emergency. And 
um, keep your arms and legs inside of the venue at all times. All right, and enjoy. We're going to be singing, we are going to be covering a song by Rage Against the Machine. Yeah! Oh, yeah. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. Fuck these kids. What, you don't like it? Fuck, fuck these kids. This is stupid. <laughs> these kids are shit. <laughs> fuck all these, every single Come one on, of these you, kids. Come on, you can't tell me, you can't tell me you wouldn't have done this when you were at camp. This Come is on. This is like music camp or something and they all were forced to learn a song and their counselor probably was like, yeah, you should do this one because this song's badass. And they fucking ruined it and sucked the life out of it entirely. And these kids, like, clearly really just up there so they can look cool. Fuck these kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'm surprised you have such strong words for that oh. one. I don't Damn. care. Just because you're, okay. you're a fucking kid doesn't Let already me- give you, like, a free pass to be a little shit. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. And she tries to be funny at the beginning. Yeah, like, okay. dude, put your fucking hat on normal. Like, what are you doing? You're not Gwen Stefani. Like, you're not you're not bigger than life yet. You're like 12. Shut up. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so the next one we have here, uh, it's just two dudes. Uh, this is uploaded 12 years ago. It has over 9,000 views somehow. Uh, uploaded by somebody named Metal Grand. And they're just, they're just kind of jamming. They're reminds me of of you and i when i'm at your house (laughs) it's just really stupid and yeah so here we go here's here's their little cover of it Okay, yeah, there you go. There's a little bit of that. It just has so much of that that vibe, you know, just not really giving a shit and just kind of Yeah, this is this is great. This is <laughs> the difference between this and the last one is these these two guys are totally happy and content and content. Not only they're not playing on a stage, but there's no fucking room. Like the drums it takes up like their entire practice room. The kid has to sit down because there's like no room to stand. Whereas the other video, they had this huge elaborate stage set up with a lot of room for them to run around and all this other bullshit. And so it almost seems, like it was like a church camp or something. It, yeah, it just video. it just didn't it didn't seem like they were playing music. It just seems like they were like just regurgitating sounds that they've been told they should play. Where these two guys are just like, <laughs> hey, let's just play a fucking song, even though it's going to be total shit. Because down the lead guitar has to play like a bass line and then also still kind of put that that really annoying high part in there and, and the drummer just looks like he's just gonna play the same fucking thing the whole time and be cool with it. This is great. I love this. It was. Good for them. And it, it's like it's so like mid two thousands. Like if you look to the sides, like there's this that old like an old computer monitor and an old tube T V in the room. Like the it's just the whole vibe of it is just so it just reminds me of like being a teenager. It's so stupid. It's so dumb, but I love it. Just here to have I a good it. time. Yeah, and it, it what's even weirder, like the, the drummer, and they're not even facing each other. <laughs> yeah. Like not even looking at each other. They like, look that's miserable. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> but like normally if like you and I were to get in a room, like we're smiling and trying to have fun, but yeah. Uh, but we do have fun. I don't know why I said that. Yeah. Uh, the next one we have here, this is um, a Casio cover. Just a, Just a guy on a keyboard, really weird, just the camera placement. It's just really dumb. So here it is. It's uh it's uploaded by Ryan Walker 4 years ago.
guitar. That's pretty much it. It's just him playing the riff over and over again for a minute. It's <laughs> just so awkward. Like the placement, like it's not even the camera's not even showing him playing the piano. It's from behind. Yeah, it's so what do you know if he's anything. playing? <laughs> I know. And then he couldn't so find. Like, so he has like his computer set up and like the speakers right there. So it looks like this is some high production thing he put a lot of time into. And the drum beat's not even like the fucking same drum beat as Renegades of Funk. Just chose whatever <laughs> random preset drum beat that was inside the Casio. And then uh, it's just, so it just drones. It just drones. And I, I like mm-hmm. I like that sound, though. I like the way it sounds. But come on, man. Put a little more effort into this. And then two years ago, uh, somebody commented, Lucky3412 commented, can you please give the notes because OM on my school rock band and I have to learn this song on piano, please. <laughs> so... He wants he wants the tabs for that one. There's the three fucking notes. <laughs> Come on, bro. And this dude has three upvotes and zero upvotes or zero downvotes. All three of them are probably three. He's three different accounts. Probably, yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just like, dude, this is this is really it's so stupid. stupid. <laughs> it's just really dumb. Uh, and then we've got two more left, and they're acoustic. So this is right up your alley. Uh, this one. Is uh, looks like it's like a coffee shop. Uh, uploaded two years ago, it's under 186 views. Uploaded from uh, somebody named John Cotton, and uh, this is his little acoustic rendition with some weird percussion. So here we go. So what do you think of this one? Yeah. I mean, no, nah, it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, he's, he's so aggressive on his on his hand taps, on his on his beat, <laughs> and then he just comes in like hyper aggressive on the vocals. Bull, yeah, like, dude, relax, bro. <laughs> Calm down. It's just I don't know, just very very overly aggressive, and it just didn't need to be in his little scarf that he's wearing there. Yeah, it's it's Indoors. a little pretentious. Like, it would have been better if he didn't do all the the percussive stuff on the guitar. If he just strummed it and did what he needed to do, that's uh, silly. It's gimmicky. Time and a place, man. Gimmicky. Time and a place, and and you can't you can't. First of all, you shouldn't be wearing a scarf indoors. That just I don't know. That just makes you look like an idiot. And <laughs> if you're you be, should only be wearing a scarf if it's snowing out. Yes, that's really correct. That. Correct. And you're outside, and it's like fucking twenty degrees. You just don't need a scarf. Your fucking not, neck doesn't get that cold, boy. Not when boy. it's 70 degrees in California during the winter. You don't need to be wearing uh, a scarf. Yeah, this was just, I don't know. It's just uh, completely unnecessary. <laughs> Didn't like it. It is. Okay, and then this this last one here. It's an acoustic cover uh, uploaded four years ago by somebody named Matthew Rodriguez. It looks like he's Brazilian because he has a Brazilian flag behind him. And uh, yeah, here's here's his here is his acoustic rendition of Renegades of Thunk, Funk Flunk. <clears throat> Don't matter how hard to try, you can't stop us now. No matter how hard to try, you can't stop us now. With the renegades, it's atomic age. The atomic age of renegades. Renegades of the atomic age. The atomic age of renegades. Since the prehistoric ages, in the days of future grace, right down to the Middle Ages, when hard can go to changes, when the seasons came, and times could change to change. Not to stay the same, there are always renegades. Life to see the gold. Tom Payne, Don't Matter, Little King, Malcolm X, the renegades. Of the time it hates so many renegades. 
With a redneck gang to fuck 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 From the left for solar system Many many galaxies are we With a force of another grace Alright there you go There's Matthew Rodriguez Presumably from Brazil On the YouTubes mm. With his guy What do you think? You love it? You hate it? Besides Rage Against the Machine, this is the best cover that I've heard in the song. This is great. This is fantastic. <laughs> he he kind of sounds like Zach when when he does those high fluctuations in his voice. He kind of sounds like Yeah. This is really it good. Sounds like Zach. I I I I love that he doesn't lean on the like that fucking riff and he doesn't quite yeah. know what to play and so he just kind of plays chords and the chords are like really high and he's very aggressive and like he's taken the time to learn, probably phonetically, what what Zach is saying. And dude, this is great. This is amazing. This is a yeah. fantastic cover. <laughs> I like that he just played the chords. Like he he tried to play the the riff, the high riff at the beginning, but he couldn't really do it. So like, fuck it, I'll just play the chords then the whole time. That's yeah, that's all you need. It was great. It was so. It was it was much better than I thought it was gonna be. But yeah, so good on this guy. Good on this guy. I upvoted already. Uh, did you really? Oh yeah. All right. Well, that's that's all I got. Um, do you got anything else? No. Any, other, any covers? Anything to say about the song, the original song? No. Everything. Uh, everything's good. Life is peachy. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> corn record too. Um, so yeah, I, I got nothing else. Uh, thank you all for listening to the podcast. Go to iTunes. Go rate review. It's sub, uh, go yep, rate yep. review and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Rage Against the Pod. Reach out to us. You know. Just tell us how we're doing because we're probably doing great because we're the best ever. Um, so that's it. That's mm, all. That's it. Destroy our nations. 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 Now, renegades of the people that.